Hi everyone, this is Kelly Kastner, and today I want to talk about my life, and it's about my first marriage. Yes, that's right. I married very, very young, and one of the reasons why was just because I was maybe very, very immature, and I act very quickly, and one of my problems is that. I always act by impulse, you know, but at least I have one good thing, even when I act by impulse. If I'm wrong, I always admit, because I know lots of people that sometimes do something or say something and they never ever admit they are wrong. You know, they're always trying to make an excuse for that behavior, and I don't do that. I do give credit for the person if I did act wrong. You know, I take responsibility and I think that's one of the things my mother teach me. Whatever you do, you have to take responsibility. Don't blame other people or make excuse for your behavior. And I know lots, lots of people around me, I can say, I'm not going to say names, but don't take responsibility. Have excuse for every little thing. Every little tiny little thing, they twist things and make that it's your fault, you know. I want to say that because I'm sick and tired of being judged by those people, you know, that think that, you know, just because sometimes I act or say something when I'm angry or impose, they like, for that thing, even if you say, so, I'm sorry, I don't mean to say that, but because I was angry and this, that, they don't forgive you, like, they, they, crucified you and they judge you for the whole, your entire life they call you a liar they you know they uh, say that you're a bad person and they never see the good things that you've been doing this whole time they only take that moment when you are angry your action by impulse to judge your personality for the whole thing like you're Everything you did doesn't mean anything for them anymore, you know, and I'm so sick and tired of people like that. Like, you know, I have to learn to really eliminate those people, you know, but I, when you love somebody, when you like somebody, you keep giving those chance. But I have to stop to take responsibility for their actions. I need to stop to love more myself, to appreciate myself and don't let those people do this to me you know and i just want to say that because like i say when i get married it was by impulse was by just doing without thinking and normally i do things like that i i i don't think it's like a kid right and um when i'm angry i say things that i i don't mean it i Sometimes I do things that I, you know, I don't mean it to do, but in that moment I'm so angry that I'm blind and I and I do it. And uh, you know, people that I just get to know very recently, they they just judge me for my entire life, crucified me for something that is not me. It's like when you're angry, like who's not angry and do something that you regret later. But you know what? The real person is the one that admits and would say sorry and know, acknowledge that that was wrong. And I always do that. You know, I 
always, always do that. And sometimes, even when I'm no wrong, just because I want to make peace, I even say sorry for something that I'm not even guilty about it, but just to make peace. And I think that's why I give power for those people to, you know, manipulate me and blame everything me. I think that's the problem. You know, that's the problem. But going back to my my first marriage. So yes. So since everybody probably know from my other videos, I was uh, a ballerina, classic ballerina, you know, and um, I used to travel to other country and one of the countries I, I I go I went was Japan and since I love Japan so much for the first time that I went I keep going renewing my contract and keep going keep going and in one of those trips to go to you know to, to Japan that um, I already speak the language you know I learned the language in the first time that I went and was easier for me you know and because I fell in love with the culture so you know, like I said, I wanted to keep going and have my career there. And I was doing very well. I got a contract and to be, you know, as a prima ballerina, you know, I was doing awesome. You know, I mean, working my butt out because, you know, we Brazilians no recognized as a great ballerina. So I always have to work very hard to get where I want to be. And uh, that means lots of stress, lots of no sleeping, lots of uh, dedication, lots of no eating to keep yourself in shape. So everything physically, mentally, and everything is, is, is a drain, you know. And when you see the, the movie Black Swan, you know, that you see the, the, the ballerina going through all that stress and all that, you know, energy that she have to have and invest on that that's basically what we're going through you know it's lots going on it's lots of competition daily like you can lose your job anytime if you don't work hard and and show yourself that you're good so i mean they can pull your rag anytime you want because always there's somebody behind you that can take your place anytime so it's it's lots, lots of, uh, you know, um, um, dedication, you know, and stress. But anyway, so when I met, um, you know, my husband, I, I mean, my first husband and ex-husband now, um, he used to go to the shows, every single show, every single of my performance he used to go. And then we get to know each other, you know, he approached and he want to get to know me and, um, we went for a few dinners and, you know, and I gave opportunity to get to know him because he was such a gentleman. He was very nice and very caring. And one thing that I don't forget that he had this amazing hair, straight hair and smells so good, you know, that uh, he used to take care of himself. And, you know, and since that I used to love to you know, people that have straight hair, so smooth. So, you know, we women, we love hairs, you know, nice hair. And so I start to like him, you know. Um, so then I leave, we still contact each other, you know, um, by phone. And then um, when I come back, he find out I'm back in Japan. We get to know each other again, go out again. And 
basically kind of like dating but to the point that we don't even kiss yet like we get to know more than six months and we never kiss we just to hang around and get to know each other you know and then my first my my last time that i went to japan i decided that would be my last time and i want to try to do addition for other country other you know especially in america i never went to america and i was thinking maybe the american ballet you know other company would be a good choice for me you know since some friend of mine went and you know so i talked to him and i say you know what um after my contract here is finished i think i'm gonna go to a different country i i'm not coming here anymore and then he flipped he went nuts he's like no you cannot do this to me and then he say i love you and i don't want you to live i want to be with you and i say i'm sorry but you know uh, this is my career and uh you know i have some friends there here i don't have no friends nobody you know it's very depressing you know if it's not you where i'm gonna go who i'm gonna talk you know and then he's like please just don't make that decision yet you know and i said uh, i'm leaving in two weeks so i'm not renovating the contract anymore i i really decide to go and then um one night he said let's go for dinner and he booked some restaurant and, and was in tokyo it was a beautiful tower and then on top you know um they have the beautiful restaurant was all glass and round and he proposed to me over there and i was so like shocked that like i said i act by impulse and i said yes <laughs> you know and i remember my heart going like so fast but at the same time it's like why did i say yes you know and he was so happy and then he put the big rock in my finger you know and have my name and everything and his name love forever and you know and i I went back and I keep thinking and he's like um you can get sign the papers and everything tomorrow if you want to and I'm like whoa I need to talk to my mom first you know and then um just say okay so talk to her and I'm gonna talk to my parents and so my mom said don't do this you know don't you're too young and um come back home and uh you know um maybe you know you can just take care of your dance school here and you know and we you know make things work here you don't need to drive to to travel again and and i was thinking mm, i don't want to live in brazil either you know since i love my country but i never wanted to live there for good because i know it's very hard and no safe you know as much as other country that i went so um so yeah my mother was against she begged me to don't do this and since i was under age she had to send me a paper giving me authorization to get married and i told her just send it i want to marry this guy and i 
told her I love this guy, you know, so she could believe me that I'm doing because I love him and I want to be with him. And my mother, no, you don't. You never even talk to him as much here about him to me. So I don't think so. You're lying. And I say, no, mom, I love him so much, you know. And, um, but I could not fool my mom. My mom, you know, you're like, my mother knew how stubborn I was, how impulsive I was to always make a decision quick. And so she, you know, she sent me the paper. She said, listen, it's your mistake. Don't come cry to me later. And she did sign the paper and she sent the paper. And then he had a problem with his family. Since his family was very traditional, want him marry a Japanese woman, not a Brazilian woman. So he had some problem, but the same thing. He was in his 26 years old, 27. And he says, my life and nothing you can say or do. I'm going to do what? Send that document because... In Japan, they need to have this concept home um, papers to, to, to get married. It's like a family history paper, and you need that to get married. And, um, you know, his family, the same way, sent to him, you know. So we went to the city hall, and uh, we get married, you know, by papers first, you know. And I don't really know if that's how it works, papers first, not the wedding. And then we are looking for a wedding dress, and he wants me to wear a kimono, you know. So I went to try this kimono and everything, and it was so tight. Oh, my God. And I used to have, like, now I don't have that big boobs, but I used to have bigger boobs before my kids. And they wrap you up and squeeze your chest up, you know, and wrap them around. And you were like, whoa, nice boobs, you know, because <laughs> normally Japanese don't have big boobs. And they are wrapping, squeezing me up, and I wear that kimono. And then my question was, and if I need to go pee, how do I go pee? Since I have to walk with my feet together, you know? <laughs> and she's like, oh, so we teach you. And it's like the whole twist, you know, with the fabric, you know, to going up, to going up, to you go. It's ridiculous, you know, this is not for a Brazilian woman, you know, when we go in the wash, especially that, you know, we need space, you know, <laughs> we are very loud, we are very, you know, spatial, you know, we need space to move, and that was no space in that kimono at all, and I say, you know what, I don't think I can do this, because, you know, your family is not here, mine is not here, because his family used to live um, in Osaka, you know, so far from Tokyo. And my family in Brazil. So I say, you only have few friends, you know, from work. And who's going to be in our wedding, you know? And we already married in the paper. So, you know, forget about it. You know, maybe when we go to Brazil, we marry in Brazil official, you know, in the church and stuff. And um, and he was no Catholic because I'm Catholic. And he said, okay. We can marry in the church, and when we go to Brazil, I'm fine with that. And uh, everything was okay, so we are married, and then we start living together, you know. And I didn't like the apartment that he was living, it was too tight, and as a single man, it was good enough. And then uh, he said, Don't worry, we can move to our you know, house, or you know, I can buy a house or something. And then he did, he, he did, you know buy a house for us to live in it. It was pretty big as in Japan. Normally everything's so tiny at 
was nice and but then things start hitting me because he started being very controlling in terms of he want a wife to be 24 7 just for him no going out don't work don't do anything you know and he, his personality of being gentleman, a gentleman and a caring never changed, but very possessive of means I belong to him now and I need permission for everything, you know. And even what to wear to, you know, is very stressful, stressful, you know. I know that in Japan that if you wear something very sexy, you know, and everybody look at you, like, and especially you know Japanese, so I mean you they watch you as you like alien, you know. <laughs> I mean I, they are nice, I'm not gonna say they are wrong, but it's like they observe you, you know. And he was very conservative, so he was very like tight into how I need we need to show ourselves in public, you know. But anyway, so I stopped dancing. And I did not renovate my contract anymore because he forbidden me to, to dance again. And I stay home the whole time. The thing is, I didn't know how to cook or clean or do anything because I always have made, you know, back home. And, um, you know, I didn't know what to, to do in the house, you know, since I was not a perfect housewife. So it was was hard for me to occupy my time so basically i would watch tv you know and some funny shows that they used to have like a prank shows that i used to love and that's it so i started being very sad very shut down when he come from work how was your day and i started getting very annoyed like what you think is all my day i'm here locked up in this house and have nothing to do other than if i go out in the street and everybody keep looking at me with those eyes sometimes and i don't like that so he got me a dog as a company you know and um you know so i dedicated my whole time for that dog and and then i see like now i have a company to go out outside you know since i never like to walk by myself anywhere or go anywhere by myself and I start to um, to going out with, with my dog, you know. And one day I went to that park and I was sitting, you know, in the park by myself with the dog. And I was praying to God, please, God, send me one friend. I just need one friend to talk. Like, you know, please. I don't think he's asking too much. I'm so tired of being just here for being here you know i miss dancing i miss everything and you know and then sadly some lady walked by she was walking with her you know husband and walked by and she looked at me she was staring at me and i knew it she was no japanese i was thinking i wonder which country she is you know and then um she passed and then after 10 minutes she walked by again and i'm still sitting in that bench and she come towards me and say hi. And I'm like, hi. And she's like, where you from? That's the first question people in Japan used to ask me. Where are you from? That was, you know. And I, I say, I'm from Brazil. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm from, I'm from Portugal. We speak Portuguese. And I'm like, that's awesome. Then we start speaking Portuguese, you know. And her boyfriend or husband said, you know what? 
I'm gonna go over there for smoke and you guys chat. And we start chatting and I was telling him just very quickly, you know, how I met my husband and what I was, you know, came here for and she told me too and blah, 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 blah. And then suddenly my husband came, you know, and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, hey, um, you're back already from work? And he's like, yeah, I left today early to give you some company and... And I'm like, oh, I met a friend, and she's from Portugal. And he's like, hi, <laughs> you know, is that Japanese? Hi. And then she's like, oh, very nice to meet your wife, you know. And he's like, we have to go, you know, let's go, let's go, because we need to go, and you know, and we have reservation for dinner. And then he took the dog from my hands, you know, and my dog's name was Nick. So Nick was like, you know jump on on him you know happy to see him and and then uh, i say oh nice to meet you and, and you know and she's like oh um my number and i say i don't have no cell phone or nothing you know and she's like oh uh tomorrow here in the same time come and i'll bring you my number and bring yours and i say okay no problem and oh my gosh my husband said why are you talking to strange you don't even know who they are and blah 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 and I say she's from Portugal she's you know she's aged to be like my mother she was so nice and really I need a friend you know and who's that guy and I'm like it's her husband husband boyfriend and she's like he's like in this age boyfriend you know and um he was so judgmental and um you know, so I went home and he was yapping the whole time. I don't want to see you with those people who don't know what, you know, they want and this and that. Where do they live? And I'm like, I don't know. But anyways, I yapped so much too for him that I need a friend. And she's a woman. It's not like I'm getting a guy friend. It's a woman friend. And it's older lady, you know. It's not a young that we gonna tell me let's go out let's go have fun no it's an older settled woman you know that already have her man and everything so he let it go you know and me and her become super friends super 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 friend and uh you know he welcomed her to come in our house we went to her house so you know and he has his friends that basically when we went to his house it's like I was so bored to death, you know, and uh, all his friends used to have kids, right? And then he started saying, I want to have a kid with you. And I'm like, oh, um, no now, you know, and he's like, no, we're going to have kids. So he was so determined that sex was like 24-7. Like if he's in the day home, in the day home many times, in the night, all night. So it was like he was so determined to have a kid, you know, that I was like, again, asking to God, please, 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 please don't get me pregnant, please, 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 please. Then for sure I can never go back to dance again because I was trying to talk to him and so I can go back dancing again. And then after almost one year marriage, I get pregnant. You know, I feel that, you know, I was dizzy and this and that and talking to my mom every day in the phone. She's like, maybe you should do a test. Maybe you're pregnant because I have a dream you're pregnant. My mother always had those dreams that would tell you the future. 
And I went with my friend to do the test, you know, and um, I found out I was pregnant. So I didn't want to tell him that, but my friend said it's better because if you lie to, you you know, a Japanese guy, you'll be so pissed at you, you know. And um, so uh, I asked my friend, like, you know, and if I have kids, what happened? Like, what's my right here in, in, in Japan? So she said, hmm, that I can tell you by experience because I have, I marry and I have a son. And when we get separated, he kept the kid because the law here is like that. The kids stay with their Japanese person. Since you are a tourist, not a tourist, but you are like immigrant, you have almost no rights, you know, when compared to their rights. So it's in their side, you know. So I was like, uh-oh, F me, you know, now I'm definitely stuck. And she's like, why you think I'm still here in Japan? Is it because my son? I don't want to leave my son, you know? And I'm like, that's it. And she's like, you know, one way you can do is have that child in Brazil. If you have that kid in Brazil, that means that kid will be Brazilian. You know, and you would have more rights, you know, than born here, you know. So I say, now I need to convince him, you know. So that's what I did. I told him. It's my first child. Oh, sorry. Then I told him I was pregnant and he was super duper happy, you know, was flipping his, you know, shit out saying, oh my gosh, oh my God, I can't wait to see my boy. And I'm like. You don't know if a boy or girl. And he's like, no, need to be a boy. And I'm like, need? What that means? And he's like, no, first kid have to be a boy. After can be a girl or whatever. But the first one need to be a boy, you know? And I was like, what the hell is that? You know, I want a girl. If I have a kid, I want a girl because, you know, I want to be a ballerina like me, you know? And the hair and all that. I want to do all that, the little dress and, you know, and... Then we start arguing about that because he was so determined that have to be a boy. There's no way going to be a girl. We used to go to a store and he only looked boy stuff. And I'm looking only girl stuff. So that was one of our arguments about, you know, because I was trying to tell him, no matter what, I want a healthy kid. But if I have to pick two, I want a girl, you know, so that's not going to happen. And if I get a girl, what's going to happen? He never answered that question, you know. And I'm like, you know. So I asked my friend and she she told me, yeah, traditionally the first kid have to be a boy, you know, so hope that would be a boy. And uh, that's another thing was for me to worry too. So, um, so then since I convinced him to, um, to go back to Brazil, so he said that he had a contract to go to Korea, you know, since he was an engineer. And then he said when he finished that would be before the baby born, um, he's going to go to the birth of the baby in Brazil to meet me there. And then we come back together. And I said, okay, no problem. And um, so before I left Brazil, I left Japan, it was so sad for me to leave my dog because, you know, I was in love with Nick. Nick was such a sweet dog, you know. And... Um, 
I have to leave behind, but I, I was thinking I'm coming back, you know, everything will be okay. And before I left Japan, I was five months pregnant, almost six. And we did so many ultrasound and the ultrasound never showed the sex of the child. You know, the doctor was saying that the child was sitting and could not see, you know. So he told me, so um, take enough money and do the ultrasound back then. And let me know the sex of the child. So you want to know the sex of the child. So I went back to Brazil and I was so unbelievable to see my mom after for so long, you know. And, um, you know, that sensation, my mother saw me pregnant. She cried so much. My baby having a baby, you know, since I was the only child. But my mother adopted another kid when I was 15. So anyways, um, but still, I, I mean, I'm her first, thing, you know, and her blood child. And... Um, so my mother was very emotional. She cried a lot, but she was happy to see me there. And uh, she was going to the doctor with me every, every appointment. She was there with me. And, um, you know, um, but every appointment, you know, in ultrasound, the baby never showed the sex. I used to talk to my, my ex-husband used to call me every single day. You know, he never let it go. He was, you know, trying to be update everything I do all day and everything and saying he loves me and everything. And um, and then when was one week to the babe, you know, the due date of the baby, he said that he could not go to Brazil because his contract um, extended and he could not make it. Um, but for, for me to film and do everything, have a private and all that. And um, I was understandable. I said, okay, fine, no problem, you know. And he said, but then, uh, you know, uh, you come with the baby when you're allowed to travel. And I say, okay. So the day come, the baby born and was a baby girl. And I told my mom, since my mother could not be in the the, you know, in the room, um, after she find out it was a baby girl, and Japanese look, small little eyes, straight little hair, you know, skin tone, everything was as a just Japanese baby, and since she was the only Japanese baby in that hospital, I knew which one is my baby, you know, and so funny because in those times, you know, they, you deliver the baby, they take the baby to the nursing room. And later, after they clean and everything, and then they have time where they bring the baby for you, feed the baby. And they don't bring my baby, you know. And I was so like, where's my baby? So, was stubborn as I am, I get out of my bed, I walk to the nursing room, and I said, you know, I want my baby. And she's like, which one's your baby? And I said, the Japanese one, the Japanese look. And she's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go back to your bed and I'll bring the, the, the little Japa for you. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So I recognize my baby right away, you know. Um, that sensation to be a mom. I will tell you guys another video how it is to be a mom for the first time. And how was my delivering and everything was a hassle. Uh, but, um, so my mom called my friend because since she speaks Portuguese, so my mother could talk to her and told her to tell my husband that is a baby girl. And so the story is my friend went, run to there 
and uh, and say, you know, Kazoo. You know, I used to call him Kazoo, but his name was Kazuhiko. And I say, and she say, Kazoo, your wife had the baby. And he's like, how was my boy? And she's like, Kazoo is not a boy. He's a baby girl. And she said that his face just dropped with disappointment. And she's like, you know what? You know, she she said that look exactly like you. You know, this is Japanese uh, look. He don't say one word to her. He just say, okay, thank you. I have to go, you know, to do some work. And she left over there. And guess what, guys? He never called me again, ever. He changed his address where he lived. He changed everything. Can you believe it? He abandoned me. The only explanation that I have is because I was a baby girl. And I disappointed him. Like, it's my fault, you know? Um... I confess, you guys, I was so depressed. I was so angry. I have a point that I was so angry even to my baby. Because I feel abandoned. I feel that... He doesn't want me because, hey, you know? And since... To that point, I, I already like him a lot, you know? I can't say I love him, but I like him a lot. He, he was my husband, you know? And... For the reason he was so caring and everything, I did like all that nice treatments, you know. And um, he just left me, like I'm nothing. You know, um, I tried to contact him so many times. He even changed his job because I call his work and they say he don't work him anymore. He changed his whole life for me to don't find where he is. So there is me, abandoned by my husband, no way to get back to Japan because my land immigrant expired and I need his permission, his the papers for him to send and he didn't send it. The only thing he sent and then because my friend went there and told him, minimum you can do is give a name to that child. And you have to write in Japanese because the consul need, need that. And he did that and um, he gave to her the paper and she sent to me. And that's how I did my daughter's citizenship in Japanese was the name. And her name is in the Conseil Home paper that I said that's very important family paper. And I got that done. And I was depressed for a long time. But I realized that I have to be a good mother and fight for my daughter, you know, to... And um, I never wanted to tell her that why he abandoned us, because it's not her fault, and it's not my fault either. It's his fault. He was not man enough to love his own child no matter what sex it is, you know. 
but I guess I'm not the first one and I probably not gonna be the last one because I know even there's a lots of parents in there that deny their own child when the kids are gay or the kid doing something they don't want to or marry for who they want to so there's lots lots of discrimination in every way so I'm not the first one being pushed and abandoned I wish I, I was the last one but in reality there's a lot of men's and women's or people like that you know but I survived you know after 15 days after I deliver my daughter, I go back to dance ballet. I go dance. I go back training again because I don't let that destroy me. And, and my mother give me strength to say, "You're still young. Don't let him take everything away from you. You start all over again. Get up and start over again, like I did." So my mother support me and make me strong help me to take care of my daughter when I have to go to the ballet class and I did additions again you know to go back to be a ballerina again it was hard because I was out of shape not physically but even mentally you know I was destroyed inside but I have my mother all the way with me like when I was a kid to support me and that's what make people strong and survive any hard time they have in their life. At least one person to keep them strong. But if you don't have that person, just believe in yourself that no matter what hard time you have, whatever people do bad to you, it's up to you to make the difference. It's up to you to move on and fight for it, you know? So yeah, guys, this is my story of my first, you know, marriage. Did not work out, you know? I become a single mom. And um, thank you for following me and listening to my life stories or other stories that I have. If you have any story you like me to tell, because in, in my YouTube channel I tell lots of people's story, life stories that you know they send me an email telling me, and they like me to share. And on and off, I'll be sharing my own life story. So if you want to be updated in all my videos, don't forget to subscribe, okay, for my YouTube channel, and keep listening to my podcast, you know and Spotify and, you know, Google podcast and lots of, you know, places. And uh, thanks for listening. And if you do like, you know, my videos and YouTube, don't forget to give me likes. Okay. Thank you so much. And stay tuned for more Kelly Cassie story. Bye.